0: Live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station.
1: We're kicking off Super Bowl week. It's Carmen and Yurko. It's great to be with everyone. Black and Abdallah on the other side of the glass. They will be on tonight, 6 until 8. We got a lot of local programming. All I can say to start the show is... It's glorious outside. We're gonna take it and run, boys. Uh, both like literally and proverbial. Proverbially. Proverbially. I ran in shorts this weekend. I ran in shorts on Saturday, February. I'm wearing shorts. Feb. Yeah, Yurko's wearing his shorts. It was 44 down by me. Golfers out? Any black? Did you golf this
2: weekend? No, no golf this weekend. We're but uh, still a little
1: too mad- too little too muddy. Still, man. Yeah. I mean,
0: we yeah. swang, yeah. but we weren't at a golf. We, yeah, we, we, were, were, a at iron, yeah, we yeah. were at simulator. Yeah, we were five iron. Five iron. Park.
1: Look at you guys! Yeah. I, I was at Top Golf yesterday for a little. So we we had the golf bug, right? It's yeah, like, come right, on, gotta out. go swing.
3: I was yeah. at a golf stimulator. Yes, you were. Yep. Was there a stimulator and a stimulator? I did not <laughs> swing the clubs though. No, no. How come? I it, it ruined my swing. The two two three years ago when I was out there doing it, mm. tried to kill the ball every time, got me all out of whack. I went to Pebble Beach, couldn't break a hundred.
2: Ah, so, so you said I'm gonna pass. None of them. None so of Yurko them. goes to the simulator. He sits there what and mentally goes through the strokes. Not at all. I sat and he had some and, cocktails. Yeah, ate and drank. That's what I'm yeah, going guess just he sat did. Sat and
3: had cocktails. You gotta That's love fantastic. these golf simulators and the top and we, golf and, and everything. And, else. and we got barbecue afterwards. Yeah?
1: Yeah. It sounds like a hell of a day. Ooh, I'm telling you. What a yeah. weekend. I mean this weather, it's like forties all week, so let's just enjoy it. I'm trying not to think about, oh, what does this mean? Hey. We're gonna get uh, go walloped
3: <laughs> at some point. Let's just enjoy, enjoy it. The sun's out for all you people that need sun. It's out. You're happy. I need it. Right?
1: I, I I go through depression. It's look, hair. Seriously, Yurk, I get it, it affects I my get mood you. greatly. I,
3: I get you. Yeah. The sun's out though. I, I know. know. Now people can be happy. They can smile. I'm smiling. Instead of walking around with scowls all day. I'm smiling, York. I'm happy. I'm
1: smiling. It's all good. Uh, we good. are going to spend most of this week talking. We well, get two major things happening. Is right?
3: Dallas smiling? Is Dallas. Oh, yeah. yeah I think so. are the Mavericks yeah, it's, smiling. It's
1: the Kyrie news from the weekend, the trade deadline, what the Bulls are going to do, if anything, and the Super Bowl. Those are the big talking points, not only for today, but I think as this week goes on, we'll dive more into the nitty gritty of the matchup between the Eagles and the Chiefs as we get into the week. We're going to talk to Sal Palantonio live in Arizona at some point. We're efforting a few other big name guests. Hopefully we can bring them to you to preview Super Bowl 57 we'll give you our deep dives all of our thoughts our prop bets that we like and things like that before the week is done the prop bet market is gone KY. Hey, it's nutty dude I can you you go on these sites now I mean I can't how do you even make sense of like upwards of 2,500 different prop bets
3: that's what you have well it's, you've got to you've got to analyze each one for what it is your head spins you know, if you're at the big book out there somewhere, I mean, you sit there and you have 10 of your guys break down 25 apiece. Each guy, t- yeah, each 200 guy takes. A piece. Yeah, yeah, That's a good that way to do 2, it. there's 2,000 prop bets.
1: That's a good way to do it. Each
3: one breaks it down. Then you cross-reference it. You give somebody a random 200 and say, now tell me what you think. And then you find 10 that you like. 10 that they might have made a mistake on and then are the ones yeah. you pound.
1: I try to find not even that many. I'll bet. Last year, I think I played five or six prop bets. I try to keep it in that range. Probably end up making a small play on the game. Um, we, we hinted at it a little bit last week. I mean, where's our, the our, number? Our, 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 it's still one and a half. Who's favored? Uh, the Eagles are. Eagles, Eagles are by one and a half. Yes, I'll take the point and a half. I, I, I'll take maybe just Kansas City on the money line to yeah. be honest. So I don't lay as much juice. I mean, just. You're almost picking the winner. Some people, and Todd Furman even hinted last Thursday with us, and we'll talk to Todd again this Thursday, that this thing's a, eventually going to run out No, potential that this goes down to a pick. A lot of it's going to depend on the health of the Kansas City Chiefs. Can Legarius need practice, and can he clear concussion protocol? As much as we talk about the offense and the lack of you know what Mahomes had to work with in the, the later stages of the AFC title game because the wide receiver room was so
3: banged up, York. And there are significant injuries there. They they just deactivated uh, Hardman too. By the way, Michael Hardman. Yeah, deactivated him. They activated Clyde Clyde edwards hilarious. Yes,
1: who hasn't uh, you haven't seen hide or hair of him yes, for the last couple of long time.
3: The biggest injury to watch is probably
1: uh, their best corner and their most experienced corner in LeJarius Need. If he doesn't play, they're basically starting rookies across the board. I don't know if that's the best thing to do. Very or very youthful players too. I don't know if that's the best thing to do in a game of this magnitude with wide receivers on the outside like A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, guys who can flat out just, they're, they're man beaters. They don't play a lot of man under Steve Spagnuolo. They haven't this year, but they are that's a dangerous thing. I think as we go through the week and we see what the health is like of the Kansas City Chiefs, We'll have a better idea of, okay, where's the smart money going to go? Where's the sharp money going to go? Where's the pro money going to go? And what does that do to the line? Todd Furman did paint a scenario that this thing could go down to pick them. But it's one and a half right now. Yurko and I sort of hinted at it last week a little bit. I think I want to roll with the better quarterback in this situation. I think these teams are pretty equal in a lot of areas. I think you could make the case that the Eagles are a more talented team from top to bottom. I really do believe that. I think the Eagles are a deeper, more talented team. I've been talking up the Eagles since the summer. I, I always said they've got a championship roster. It just comes down to their quarterback. Their quarterback played great. He's going to finish second in the MVP race to the guy he's playing. He He's 16-1 and one as a starter this year. It's phenomenal stuff. The better quarterback still wears 15 for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's true. And in this game, I'll roll with the better quarterback. I think that's... Kind of where I am going to settle ultimately on this game.
3: And the better quarterback doesn't always win of every not. Super Bowl. The,
1: the Eagles could win by a touchdown. That's Absolutely, right. He they're, they're doesn't that good. always win.
3: Yeah, but I feel better with the experience of Andy Reid. This is a new Philadelphia team. This isn't the same Philadelphia team that went. What do you got? Five, six guys left. Four, four guys left. This is a better team. You know yeah. who the four are? Can you name them all? Uh, you can name them. Yeah, the uh, the, the sixty-five, uh, the tackle. Uh, Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson yep. is a, a tackle. the tackle. center, um, 62, I center
1: believe. center is Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. Um, and then two defensive players, York, on the D-line.
3: Oh, the guy number uh, 55. Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham has been there forever.
1: And then one other guy that's been there forever, who's starting to show his age, is not uh, as dominant. Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox. Yes. They're your four-year you I believe those are the only four. If <laughs> I have, If I'm mistaken on that... Go ahead and correct Numbers better about. than names. You did well with that. Numbers you better not than Not only names. did you get all their names, you got their numbers. I believe those are the four holdovers left. This is a yeah. better team. Top yeah. to bottom, there is no doubt this is a better football team.
3: Yeah, but it's amazing how that happens, too, that turnover. I talk about turnover in the NFL all the time. When I got to Green Bay and my final year at Green Bay, right. how many guys were there? There weren't that many guys. Right. I mean, that's just the way it works. And I never thought the third Sterling Sharp would be one of those guys that wasn't that, there. That wasn't there. But that was because of injury. Right. And injury only. Yeah, Sterling had a call
1: of quits a little early because of injury. Didn't get to have quite the career that his brother had. I mean, his brother was a pretty damn great player. Yeah, obviously made the Hall of Fame, and it was pretty special. Well, people forget how good. You've you've reminded the audience. I tried to. Sterling was really a dynamic player,
3: but he got hurt. Right. Sterling ended up getting hurt, but short career. If if you make the argument for Terrell Davis, the argument for Sterling Sharp's an easy argument to make.
1: Mm. Not even difficult.
3: But I feel like he doesn't get any. He wasn't a member. Listen, he wasn't a fan of the media. Did not get along with. uh, You know, I shouldn't say he didn't get along with. He just didn't care for Bud Lee or. Chris Havel or Bob McGinn or mm. any of the guys that were the reporters up there at the time covering the team, he wasn't a big fan of it. So he's got no advocates out there mm. for him. That's- but at some point, and you know, Sterling's kind of fallen off the national landscape too. Remember, for a long time, he was on those national football shows. Yeah, and like he's of, and he's not anymore.
1: Was the last so. time you saw him? I will tell you who he was a fan of. Yurko. We saw Sterling outside oh, the yeah. Super Bowl At uh, Indy. in Indy. <laughs> he saw Yurko, and as most of Yurko's former teammates do, he lit up. Yeah, and uh, there he's was a, a man. big man uh, embrace. Sterling <laughs> Sterling Sharp from '89 through the end of his career in '94 uh, amassed. Almost eight thousand yards receiving. How many I mean, touchdowns? He had sixty-five touchdowns yeah. in his career. I mean, and this is an era where they did not throw the ball nearly as much. We're talking about thirty years ago, we um, talk about six-year career too. It was really—I right. uh, mean, he was really
3: something there in the, in the, the early to mid-nineties, and just yeah. had to call it quits early because. Yeah, of and and anyway. I mean, I don't. If, if somebody asks me, I'll tell them what I think. But I, I, I'm not an advocate, you know, pushing for him to get in there. You know, the, the true stud receivers. And I think there were three of them: Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, and uh, Jerry Rice. And Jerry, those year your three stud receivers that nobody could ever argue about. Right. And even Terrell had to wait a year because he's a little bit of a moron at the end of his career. <laughs> yeah, it's the truth. Was he or was he not? Yeah, he was. You know, he was, he was always a little bit of his, a headache. You know, thing. Yeah. yeah, he was a little bit of a headache. Yeah. So he waited a year, and then when he gets inducted, he doesn't go. Right. You know, the year year, right? The ultimate flip off. Yeah. yeah. He says, "Sorry, I don't care anymore." <laughs> Went to so. high school or something. Right. So those are three. After that, you get to another level. Yeah, like guys, the Larry Fitzgeralds and the right, Calvin Johnson. That are still going to be Hall of Famers. You know, yeah. they didn't play as much or they didn't get as many touchdowns. The Martin Harrison. And like then you that. got the guys that you got to make decisions on. Yeah. You know, and, you know, you hope you make wise choices back then. You know, now, then. So, yeah. Either way, but I, for Sterling, Sterling, to me, was always a stud. Him and Jerry Rice were the two dominant Wide receivers when when he played, they were the two dominant ones. There were no other dominant ones. Steve Largent, not quite, Steve Largent was in the uh, uh, AFC at the time. Oh, I see what you're saying. I got you in the conference. Okay. Yeah, in the conference, they were the two top guys. And yeah. Steve Largent was good, but, but he wasn't, not like those guys.
1: Not like these guys. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Not like those guys. If you want to talk uh, about like, go ahead. I just trip down memory lane. That's okay. <laughs> I uh, football memory lane is a great yeah, memory lane to go to. When you start lane. talking about your former teammates and things like that. I I love that. Uh, we will spend a lot of the week, like I said, talking about the Super Bowl. If you've got thoughts on the game, about prop bets, uh, plans, this and that, I think a lot of this will sort of We'll kick this into high gear a little bit more as the week goes on, but we're here to talk and preview Super Bowl Fifty Seven with you all week three one two three three two ESPN. I didn't watch any of the uh, Pro Bowl festivities. I I know Danny Uh, said he watched some with his son, and his son enjoyed it. I watched an
3: egg throwing contest at some point. Yeah, I I, I saw how far they could throw without breaking it. I saw some dodgeball. I saw some punt return. Well, what, what's
1: the idea with the uh, the egg throwing? Is that their hands are so elite that the soft hands should be able to
3: catch it? Right? I, is I that what it is? I don't know. Egg throwing—that was a real thing. I, I always tell you never to say I don't know, but I don't know who the hell thought of this. Why they decided to ruin
2: you know the Pro Bowl? Well, what was it? it. What was, was it? it. A great school assembly? What was happening? An know. egg
3: throwing egg, contest? Egg throwing? Yeah.
2: Did are, you they have staff stars. yeah. yeah are you
1: serious? You start? Yeah, three-legged race. Are you for real? That yeah. happened. He yeah. said it to me, and I was like, really? They yeah. did that? And he goes, egg oh, toss. yeah, they did the egg toss. I'm like, lot, in this lot,
0: economy? Lot, you know how much eggs are? Oh, you eggs. Eggs are you tossed? serious? You got to
3: tell me. Look I know. at the rich.
2: Just I mean, wasting eggs. I, you I mean, can't, you my can't God. Go to, do you
1: realize you can't go to breakfast anymore? Like, if you're in <laughs> Chicago in a, in a big metropolitan <laughs> area. It's a $30 omelet these a, days. Dude, you can't, I can't go to. And I love Lou Mitchell's. Lou Mitchell's in the West Loop has been there for, I don't know, since this 20s, I think. I love Lou Mitchell's. They make great eggs. Great hat, homemade hash browns—the kind you know, like the the real that the the thinly sliced with the they're crispy like on certain parts, and then they're soft right. and others. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah.
3: The best, the best. Hash you hash can't go in and get eggs and bacon for less than twenty dollars anymore. It's like, oh, wait a minute, $20? I know twenty dollars. I told you, I thought I was nuts. Even at Northwest Indiana, what I went, I got myself half order of biscuits and gravy, two eggs up on top. A coffee and an orange juice.
1: $19.45. So Crazy. it's not like
0: gas. Eggs are expensive everywhere. <laughs> yeah, eggs
1: are just expensive everywhere right now. Anyway, I digress. They did they it. Did I mean, come cost. on. I'm the buying chicken money. I'm building myself a chicken coop. You know, we thought about that. Like, maybe we should just raise <laughs> our own chickens. <laughs> going
0: to go around it?
1: <laughs> Do you know? I swear to God, you guys, there's two guys in my neighborhood that have their own chicken. Like, Man, I live in Cook County. Yeah. Okay, they've got chickens. Yeah. Oh, there's people this- in
0: Avondale and Logan oh, Square yeah. with chickens. I can, yeah. Why can't I see that? Yeah, I still live in Avondale. Yeah, I can see well, that. There's, <laughs> there's, there's a family across the street from me that has bees. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That's there's, a good thing, man. They're seen their own honey. Those bees are bee. important. I get it, but still, come on. It's hilarious. Shall we do a food? station chicken coop? We've hey, got enough studios upstairs. We, we, we do. could do one.
3: They got chickens. Hey, we could do one. The a bee, the honey, the only food that doesn't go to, never spoils. Honey, is that true? Honey does not spoil. Do
1: you know what else I, I learned because of the movies about honey? I think if you heat it up, you can use it as like stitches. Doesn't uh, Denzel do yeah. that in Equalizer? In Equalizer, the, in equalizer. Remember, he yeah. heats up honey and then he drizzles it on the wound. Drizzles it on the wound. I don't know if that's real or not. Could that does that work? Doctors out there. Could well, if listen. I'm ever in a knife fight and I can't go to the hospital, can I take heat triage. It up honey? It's triage. When man. the apocalypse uh, field comes, triage. Field triage. I keep these little nuggets from movies I see in the right. back of my head in case the apocalypse comes. Super glue works. That's true super glue would work but you know like if I'm, de- if I'm
3: desperate and finger cracks when you play a little too much golf and you get a finger crack right yeah. by the nail you know your skin cracks super glue. you use the super glue to keep that together because let me tell you that's painful mm. That is painful. That is painful.
0: The problem is with using honey on like a cut like that. Like, Let's say you get a cut on your leg and you put honey on it like that. That leg's going to get diabetes. you got to cut the leg funny off. Guy. funny guy. you got to cut that joke leg right joke off. Joke, make Mr. Mr. Joke, and joke. then you'll, you'll throw a bunch
3: of interceptions <laughs> if you play at night hey, like Jay oh, Cutler right. did. Hey, Jackie. You get diabetes. Jackie the joke man. What's going on over here? Oh, oh Jackie <laughs> Martling.
0: Just saying. That's what happens with uh, diabetes, now, guys.
3: Now they become dad jokes because you're a dad. That's yeah, pretty funny. Keep them at home.
0: That's it. Uh, and just so the, the will actually home. people stop calling me. We know it was water balloons. It wasn't actually eggs. We know. Oh, it was water balloons. It was water balloons. Oh, I didn't know. I thought, I thought, I thought was serious. it was an egg toss. No, it was a water balloon right. toss. We know. Again, the idea no, being I that don't that you're, mind. You're, keep, you're, keep going.
1: Keep going. Bring it Your hands are soft. Bring it on. Who, uh, I don't even want to ask Water balloon toss. I don't care.
3: I don't know. It looked like you are tossing stuff. It kept me for uh, three seconds. I heard the word toss. And I got rid of it. it I was to, over. I
1: want to play some sound from the weekend. Uh, oh, get into on. the Kyrie thing they, they a little bit. They did punt
3: returns, too. Did they? The big offensive, defensive lineman. They'd catch a ball. You'd have to keep it. The one guy caught five that. balls. I saw, I saw a
1: highlight of that. So I
3: saw that. I did see a highlight of nothing that. Nothing like what? Why didn't they have a real punter punting? I don't know. Make it more difficult. Make it harder. What are we doing? Yeah, like Here's the uniform punting. kick. We're going to put it within 15 feet of where you're at. Yeah. And let's not make it difficult at all. Yep. Sorry. I digress. No, no. Please. Uh, it's water balloon it's, it's, toss. it's
1: Monday. It's Super Bowl week. There is a lot of NBA news. There was a huge blockbuster over the weekend. I want to talk about that. There was some thought for a little while uh, early in the weekend that the Bulls were one of the teams kicking the tires on Kyrie Irving. Did they ever call the Nets? We'll play some sound from the re- uh, weekend and talk about the big NBA trade. And anything you want to talk about as we kick off Super Bowl week, please feel free. That can include NBA trade deadline stuff. Uh, things that are bull centric. If something is on your mind, 312 332 3776. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting. Zoom, zoom, zoom. zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Trend deadline in the NBA is Thursday. Will the Bulls do anything? Sounds like if they do do something, it might be a minor move to add some shooting or a guard. Yes, I said add. Shams Sharania was outstanding in studio with Waddle and Sylvie on Friday. It was oh, Friday, yeah. right? I Friday I think it, was. it was. Shams was in studio. from uh, He's so plugged in from the athletic and from stadium. He is plugged in. And uh, we have Shams on from time to time. He's really, uh, he's really knowledgeable about the NBA. And he made it sound like, uh, from what he's heard, the Bulls if they're going to make a move, will be to add that they do not want. They sort of know, like, they're not bottoming out and picking in the top four. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. If anything, they want to still try to be a little relevant, make that play in tournament, maybe win a series. If they add a shooter and if they stay healthy, they think maybe they can. Look, you got to give up the hope on Lonzo Ball. That ain't happening. Lonzo's not coming back this year to save the day. He's just not. I hope Lonzo can play again. Because I, I've done, well, of course, uh, that's true. It, it is, and yeah. I've done a 180 on Lonzo Ball from where he was his first two years in yeah, the You're team. not a fan more than any player maybe I've ever talked about or watched in in my entire adult life. Watching it's and following, and covering the NBA. It's called development. Unbelievable. He developed. He did. Yes. He 100 percent did. He's the anti Ben Simmons. Yes. Who still can't shoot a three. Who's scared to shoot layups. Who you can't play in crunch time. Like I, I have so grown to in, uh, enjoy. And appreciate
3: Lonzo. That it sucks that the Bulls are in this position. It sucks for Lonzo. And you probably would have never predetermined that or or offered a bias against them if it wasn't for his idiot father being out front uh, the whole time. I don't know. I just I watched. That's true. Carm. his, His
1: second year in the league, he was so bad. Offensively, I remember arguing with uh, Tim McMenamin on these radio on these airwaves.
3: Yeah, Tim and I were going back and forth. I'm like, Timmy's unplayable on offense. Yeah. You realize, and, that, and there's right? nothing wrong and, with an idiot father wanting to come out and promote his children, and you know, get his kids out there and saying, Hey, this, these are good. This, you know, these might play. My kids are good. They're going to be great athletes. They're going to be great basketball yeah, players. There's I, nothing wrong with that until you're the idiot father wanting to promote your own brand. Well, and do this is, and you do but that. Even as crazy as he got, I remember
1: watching that second year, thinking if they're not running a fast break, he is almost unusable as an offensive yep. player, and you can't yep. be any sort of reliable, even borderline star player in this league without some quality offensive traits. And he, like you said, what happened? Lonzo developed. Yes, he worked at his game. He worked on offense. It's crap. And so, it, it, but, but anyway, my point is with Lonzo, like, you got to give up the hope that Lonzo's playing this year or, or that he's going to help the Bulls at all this year. You got to hope that he can just do that in the future. So, listening to Shams and reading some other stuff over the weekend, it does sound like you could forget about the Bulls making a splash and trading Zach Levine to the Lakers. That's not going to happen. Casey Johnson uh, was kind of poo pooing that over the weekend, too, and he's very plugged into the Bulls. Were they kicking the tires on Kyrie Irving? This goes back to the early hours or in the immediate aftermath last Friday of Kyrie demanding the trade. Listen to Mark Spears, again, someone that knows a lot of people in the NBA, who's been covering the NBA for 25 years. Listen to Mark Spears on a panel of different ESPN insiders that included Woj and our good friend Nick Friedel talking about the Kyrie Irving trade options. This is going back... Uh, again, in the immediate aftermath before the trade on Friday after he requested to be moved from Brooklyn.
2: I've been speaking to six different general managers today, and four of them said that they had, Kyrie had little value, that they thought that maybe they could get some expiring contracts or some role players for him. Uh, of the teams that they mentioned that could have interest, there was Dallas, Lakers, Miami, and even the Chicago Bulls. Um, one GM said that, he said, why should I have interest in him if he doesn't want to re-sign with them why not just wait to the summer and trade for him but yet I'm worried about him uh, his baggage and so another one said that he didn't expect the Lakers to or the Nets to have any interest in trading for Russell Westbrook either but the one common denominator was you didn't hear any young teams even thinking about getting to this fray
1: and I think that was surprising for a lot of people Whoa, the Bulls he said even the Bulls from some people he heard from Even the Bulls in the early stages were talking about, can we get a deal done for Kyrie Irving? Thank God they didn't, if you ask me. This was Casey Johnson reacting to that pregame Saturday night at the United Center ahead of the Bulls' victory over Dame Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers.
4: I would say no. I mean, I've not heard that come across my radar to this point, and it just, to me, kind of you know, really flies in the face of everything that this front office has talked about in terms of continuity and trying to win with what they have. I mean, Kyrie obviously is a sublime talent. There is no arguing that. But this is this franchise historically has steered away from players that can cause problems off the court. And I'm not saying that Kyrie has done that, but he certainly creates headlines off the court. Mm-hmm. Some of them can be unnecessary at times. So that, to me, is inconsistent with how this franchise does business, and I would be surprised if the Bulls get in that race. One thing you could see is perhaps – a three-way trade opening up that right now is not on the table or talked about between now and the deadline. Maybe there's an opportunity where you get involved in a three-way deal where a big contract is moved because Kyrie's contract is so big. I don't see that happening, but that's certainly one possibility because as we know, if nothing else, the trade deadline is a fluid situation.
1: Yeah, the Bulls being interested in Kyrie would have been a big shocker to me, knowing some of the things that they, they don't speak much, but knowing what, the few things they have said publicly, and what the what we can gather from the insiders, is the general attitude, and the and, and sort of the path on which this front office is going down right now. Kyrie, I think, would have uh, been a like that would have been a very dramatic pivot. Uh, look, we could say the same things, and, and we all have. I feel like uh, until we're blue in the face. You know, Casey said obviously he's a sublime talent. He is. Kyrie's probably the. I mean, he certainly is good, if not better. I I don't know who's better. He's probably the best ball handler I've ever seen in my life. Um, maybe Allen Iverson. Yeah, I mean, even I think he's even better than Iverson. Okay. to Be honest, well, I'm just I mean, sure I, a name I, out I, there. I, Yeah, you know, Clay, Jim, Jim. Uh, Steph, obviously. Clay, mm-hmm. excuse me, Steph's an incredible ball handler with great dexterity. Steve Nash was an incredible ball handler as well. Jason Greatest Williams, great. Jason Williams was phenomenal. Magic could pass with both hands wonderfully, but I don't know White that I've ever seen chocolates. anybody. Jason Williams is a good call, actually. I don't know if I've any seen, has ever seen anybody that has all of the offensive weapons that Kyrie has with that handle, his ability to step back, his ability to break people down, his ability to pass, his ability to attack the rim. He is a sublime talent. Ask every organization he's ever played for what it's like at the end. And Dallas is going to realize the same thing.
3: Well, maybe their, not, their, their end might be real quick. You know, and maybe that's be. what they wanted to do it, anyway. Man. We don't know. But, hey, we got him here for a couple of months, and let's see how it goes.
1: You know, so does it make sense for Dallas? While we know the way this is going to end, there's only one way it ends, folks. Again, ask Cleveland, ask Boston, ask Brooklyn. There's only one way it's going to end with Kyrie. Was it worth it for Dallas in a wide-open West where now Steph Curry just got knocked out for maybe a month, and who knows how good they are anyway? Your best player on your best team. How scary are they? Can they win four playoff series? Like Chris and I were talking about it on Friday. I mean, Joker's awesome. He's great. But, like, you win winning four playoff series with Joker as your best player. And what happens when he goes off the floor? They're terrible. Yeah. He can't play 45 minutes a game. Memphis is probably a little bit too young and inexperienced. And you're talking two months from now. you still got a slew of games left. Right. Like, so does Dallas look at it and say we have objectively one of the three or four best players on the planet we've got to a keep him happy and b try to win whenever we can and did they just look at a wide open west and say okay maybe you're right Eric. maybe it's i mean they gave up a lot when it's all said and done they gave up two very useful rotation guys i mean did can score in this league we know that they gave up a first round draft pick are you renting him it seems unlikely that they're renting him for everything they gave up, that maybe they do want to get a long-term deal done with him. But you know how it's going to end. Ask all, it's, ask anybody, ask these other franchises how it's going to end, and you know it. On talent, they're going to wow you in a lot of games here, especially down the stretch.
3: Luka and Kyrie are going to do things that you're going to go, wow, whoa, look at them. You're going to expect Dallas to average about 120 a game now, don't you? You expect them to kick it up a notch? I think they get better, yes, uh, but you're
1: always walking on eggshells with Kyrie. That's the other part of this. They're better because they lost Jalen Brunson, and they didn't replace him. And that's really what this move is. It's what teams do when they realize that they're not as good as they were the year before. They lost a key player. They didn't replace him properly. And then they do something like this when you've got a talent like Luca. You got to keep them happy, A. You got to try to win every chance you get, B. And in a wide-open West, like I said, and we just documented why it is wide open. Look at Phoenix. I mean, they'll get better with Booker coming back, and maybe they trade for Durant. This is still be an interesting week to see if they go out and they trade for Durant. I don't think so. But it's kind of wide open, and so they're taking a swing at it. So I guess I get it, but it feels very reactionary. You did weaken yourself. Lost.
3: You did weaken yourself defensively also. Yes, you did. Yeah. You without a
1: without Two perimeter a doubt,
3: defenders. You
1: without a doubt yeah. weaken yourself you defensively. You lost
3: them. There you go.
1: Yeah. Now what if KD gets moved too? I want to ask you guys something about the Brooklyn thing too real quick when we come back. Just about has anything sort of failed quite as mirac- like as as marvelously as the big 3 in Brooklyn? Three one two three three two three seven seven six is the number if you want to talk NBA trade deadline it came stuff. that Brooklyn's come down faster than that Chinese weather balloon. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, that's good analogy. Like uh, it is wait till I give you a few of the numbers too. Like I I I was struggling to come up with many historical NBA comps. I think I have one. You guys might even know what it is, but I'd like to throw that around with you coming up. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago.
3: Hope
1: everyone had a wonderful weekend. Super Bowl week. No football this past weekend. It was tough. Only one game to go. Bittersweet. But we're looking forward to Super Bowl 57. Plus, it's trade deadline week in the NBA. And I guess there's a little Tom Brady news. Uh, Adala was just telling me that this crossed the wire. That's an
0: old antiquated term.
1: He was on Colin Coward's show, I guess? Yes. And Tom Brady said (laughs) what?
0: Tom Brady said that he will take a, much like a rich college kid or rich recent high school grad, he will take a gap year. year? (laughs) He will take a gap year and not broadcast in the year 2023 and we'll start with the 2024 NFL season as his first year on Fox. But we will collect the check from Fox. Well, for no apparent playing. reason. Unless well, what if does playing. it op- does it leave
2: the door open for him to play come October 100%. The yeah. Yeah, 100%. San Francisco 49ers, 100%. percent
1: it like he still might play this game where he comes back, right?
2: Miami? They need a quarterback. Miami. right? but
1: they've said no on Brady. They said oh. they weren't going to yeah. yeah, but it's now. That's <laughs> easy to say in January and February.
3: <laughs> Right.
1: Yeah. So you're, you're, you're talking Michael unretired
3: twice. I could see Come Tom Brady unretiring twice. Come July, it starts to get to Kirtland a little bit. You know, everything in the body starts to get to. Oh boy. And usually at this time, this is I start to get into the action. Um, and if he's not going to do it till October, then
0: that's a perfect time for him to start working out again. You know, getting back into that NFL shape. Plus, he's got no one telling him no anymore. Right. Mm. Giselle's not there to be like, no, stay at home. We don't want you to play. We, the, he doesn't the, have the that family, voice. The family wants you. He doesn't have you. that little voice in the back of the head. He's Can't, just
3: like, I, no, I want to play. Let's go play. I'm sure this bet is out there. Like Who's Br- Giselle dating, by the way? I have no idea. She's she's not staying at home. No. She's not crying in her pillow. She's out and about making it happen. Is she not? I don't know. I would assume. I'm sure you can make this bet
1: somewhere. Will Brady play in 2023? Would you bet yes? I think I would bet yes. I think I, would, I wouldn't mind even putting like 50 bucks on
3: that.
0: I'm
1: betting no. You're betting no? Abdallah?
0: I think he comes back.
1: Black? Yeah, he's going to play football. The three of us think he will still play this year. I would like say... Will Tom
0: Brady take a snap in 2023? It's got to be the right situation. That's why I agree with Chris. It's 49ers or nothing to me. Like, it has to be a team that he can go to the Super Bowl with a right long,
1: now. San Francisco is a long way from home, guys. What do you mean a long way from home? What's well, home? Because his whole family's on the East Coast. What's home?
0: Yeah, he's a rich person. What's home? though. home? That's, that's different. for, for us. us. Home's a six-hour flight of, on rich. the on the private yeah, jet. Come true. on. For us, we mean? have to figure <laughs> out logistics. So rich rich
2: people don't have logistics.
0: He gets a private. You think plane. he's
2: packed anything right. ever in any of his moves? No. Oh, no, oh, he just shows up, and all of his be, stuff oh, is set up in his new house. He hands over the card.
3: You know, he's got that like the black card. Yeah, Zero logistics. rich. Rich
0: people have no concept of temperature and time. Because time to them is not distance is nothing. Oh, just get on the PJ. Go here. They also don't feel temperature. You see a rich they person in a big old coat. Feel no, because everything they have is heated. They got heated floors in the bathroom. They got a heated garage. They All can turn on the coat. Or car. they just go somewhere warm. They just Ray- go somewhere heat. warm. They don't to spend money radiant. on coats. They don't know these things of coats.
1: Like, what is that coat? What is that odd thing? Oh, I got a big thing? coat? No, You're thank right. you. I can't find it on PointsBet right now, but I guarantee you somebody's got to be floating that. He's right? got you his guys? tv B twelve square. That's all he has, T 12 square. I'm, I'm going to do the old, let's text Teddy G and at, at PointsBet and
3: find Teddy out, G. like, what would they offer up on that? So I'll text Teddy I, real I quick. I wonder what the Him coming back would probably be minus 150. Him staying retired yeah. is probably about plus 125.
1: I don't gonna, know if, if I, I've given I, you a I'm good enough range Teddy. there. Uh, all right, I'll do that in the break, so I don't. Uh, I don't want to be totally distracted in the break. I'll I'll fire off a text and let's see, because that does sort of seem like maybe he's leaving it open to potentially come back. All right, back to some of the Kyrie stuff too, uh, just about the you know like how miserably the th- everything sort of collapsed and how much they failed in Brooklyn. I mean, in, in health was a lot of that. Yerk, Durant missed that whole first year. Durant was hurt again this year. Kyrie missed time. Then the VAC stuff. He can only play the road games for forever. Harden gets there. Gets hurt in that first playoff run. Remember? They actually won a series. But then he got hurt. And I think Kyrie was a little bit dinged up in that series against the Bucs, too. And they still almost won. So, the super team that never was, York, They played 74 games together. The three of them. 74! They didn't play a full season together. Right, 74. One playoff series win. Okay, and I'm going to go year for, year to year for you here. I'm ready. They were swept by the Raptors in the bubble in 2020. Right. They beat the Celtics 4-1 in 21, then lost in seven to the Bucks. That was a series where I just did mention. That's where Durant's toe was on the line. Remember, a millimeter back, and that, that changes history. Right? But it is what it is. It is. It was game seven, Yerk. So they lost in game seven to the Bucks Last year, they were swept by the Celtics. So did you just do the math and add that up? They won seven playoff games together. Seven. It's like the White Sox. <laughs> thanks, thanks.
3: Seven playoff as only you know how to do. Right. Thank
1: you for rubbing it in. You're, You're welcome. I, I
3: don't even know if the Sox have won seven, have yeah, they? no, they haven't. The it's big, been a couple only. The big
1: three won seven. And I, I couldn't help but think, like, have there been other, like, iterations of big threes that failed quite as, like, marvelously? Yeah, the one that comes to mind most is... 04 Lakers but at least they played in the finals. I mean, they won some playoff series and then when they fizzled out York, everything changed. They traded Shaq that offseason, Malone retired, Gary Payton still played cuz I think Gary Payton went to Miami. Uh, they tried the glove. But but Malone retired, they traded Shaq, the Lakers missed the playoffs the next year. They tried for that one year, but at least they got to the finals. Like I don't think you can say what happened in Miami that first year is an epic fail because well, that will always hang over LeBron's head. They should have never lost that series to Dallas. But they played in the finals, and then they went back to back. You know what I mean? Like, that big three did accomplish a lot together. I don't know. I could. I was, like, honestly racking my brain to try to figure out, like, have three guys come together that are, they're all top 20 players.
2: Right. Well, there's another example from Los Angeles. It was the year that Steve Nash, Kobe Bryant, and mm-hmm. Dwight Howard were put together. Remember, they're That's on the cover one, of SI, and and then they were a complete train wreck. That's a good and one. And then uh, I would say also Brooklyn. Brooklyn had a, a group with uh, Pierce Paul Pierce and, and Kevin Garnett. And Garnett. Uh, that was a disaster, and Joe Johnson. That's a good that one. That was too. a disaster as oh, well, and Joe that Johnson. actually that hampered the the franchise for, what, the next six, seven years You're going forward? You the draft picks, right? <laughs> Sent away all their first-round picks to uh, Danny Age and the Celtics, and that's why today the Celtics are where they are. That's a good point. Nobody steals draft picks the way
1: Danny
3: Age does. Yeah. He just did it again with Utah. He's, a, never, he's a Mormon. He looks innocent I, when he comes in there. Is that what it is? He looks innocent. I, I, and the next thing you know, he takes everything from you. Do you remember the
1: summer? And this is not revisionist history, folks. I said it. The, the day we got back on the air, because I think the trade, the, the Utah Minnesota thing happened on the weekend. And when my buddy was telling me, he was, he was reading it off his phone. I was sitting there thinking, that can't be. Tim Connolly and Matt Lloyd could not have just made that deal. No, they made it. They made it. They did. And again, Danny Ainge is like, ha, 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 ha. how does he do it? How, why don't the Bulls have someone like that in they, place? They They're look
3: just- innocent. Is that what it is? That's it. You know, even when Michael is beating up on him on the golf course, he looks innocent.
2: You know why it works? Because you have to be willing to understand that even if you bottom out your your roster, you can still be somewhat competitive while you're rebuilding. Where the people who run the Bulls organization for decades are so terrified of being the worst team Mm. that they never make drastic moves to eventually get you closer to a championship. Right? So we're always middling because – we can't be the worst, but we can't remove people from the team that currently exists because we have to try to win, even though the winning that we do is not worth uh, what we want. Even though the win that we do is sort of average at best. Yeah, right. That's an interesting like, take Like, Ainge is willing it, but, yeah. to completely rip See, it apart yeah, and, say, I'll, and take yeah. on young contracts, young players, draft capital, to then try and build up. Now, uh, who knows if that could happen with Utah. I doubt it. Because they're going to have a much harder time uh, attracting free agents in and Utah Boston, than right, in Boston. Right, right. That's but true. that's an interesting take on it.
1: Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We can start grabbing some calls coming up. Football, Super Bowl, NBA trade deadline. Kyrie going to uh, Big D. Is Kevin Durant going to get traded this week too? I, I don't know that they've totally closed the book on that. He's still hurt, but he's having a great year. When he was healthy, he was having an incredible year. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back.
0: Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. No, no, no. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.
1: No. Yurko, we got a fresh mock draft and I like it. After one o'clock, we're going to talk about it. I like it. I've seen it. I like it. It's got a. He's got to move it's got down. the Bears moving down. He's got, to move down. And it's Where got two? the Bears back in in round two mm-hmm. in a much better spot after losing the Claypool pick. Oh, I like yeah. it. And I I just, I like the picks. All right, we'll talk about it after one, like 12 minutes from now. We'll get into it. Sandler was in town this weekend. I love Adam Sandler. He's in my wheelhouse. I think Guy's our age. Sure. He was at the Bulls game Saturday. He loves hoops. You know, he was in a suite watching the big, Bulls. Big basketball, Bob. He's big a huge basketball, basketball fan. fan. Did you watch, um... Uh, what's it called? It's called a Hustle. The, the movie he did on Netflix. Yeah, of course I did. really good. Yeah, Did a nice job with
3: that movie. Kevin Garnett was in the movie also, right? I don't remember KG being in it.
1: Was he? There were a lot of NBA guys, so I might have gotten like, you are you thinking of Uncut Gems? Uncut Gems is what I'm thinking of. That's
3: that's good, too. Alright, so that's the one I'm thinking of. He did I'm not more thinking of a Hustle. He okay. did a, a, more yeah. of a more of
1: like a feel-good comedy. It was really good, Uncut though. Uncut
3: Gems is what I'm thinking yeah. of. Uncut Thank
1: Gems you know. was good. He did one called Hustle for Netflix, where he played a kind of like a down on his luck scout yerk an nba scout yeah it was really was good um i watched a movie over the weekend here real quick and i had seen the trailers come out this was actually believe it or not a movie that went to theaters this year or last year it was in the theater folks big time actor ray fines you know ray fines sure big, i good do actor of course i do yeah and then I, I don't know her name. She's awesome. She's the young English a- actress that was in The she's, Queen's Gambit.
3: She's English.
1: You remember? She's the she was, yeah, she, was the girl, she was the girl. She's so good. I don't know her name. I
0: apologize. It's a three part name. Anna Taylor Joy. Anya Taylor Joy. Sorry. Anya Anya Taylor Joy. <laughs> three
2: part name of course. Oh, it is. Yeah. She was in The Thank Queen's you. Gambit, right? So yeah. good.
1: Yeah, and she was really. It's called The Menu, and it I loved it. It's dark. And if you're a foodie, you'll like it. But man, it's travel to an island. <laughs> yeah, did you see it?
3: You're, no, I didn't it, see it, but I know. It, I loved. Once it. you said the menu, I, I know the premise of the movie. I
1: right. absolutely loved it. So uh, I don't know. It got uh, decent reviews, from what I understand too. Not everybody uh, totally dug it, but the menu gets a thumbs up yeah. for me. I thought
3: it was great. After being depressed by the uh, Oscar movies, I went with depressed some, or depressed. Depressed. That's what I thought. Yeah, not depressed, I didn't but think being it was depressed. <laughs> Uh, I went back to Van Wilder to watch in the weekend. Yes, now just that's to what laugh. I'm talking about. Just to laugh and have a good time. You're needed to need a cleanse. I needed a cleansing. Somebody and said they saw one of the other
0: uh, movies. You, you started it, Adam. Oh, I started Tar. Oh my! Yeah, and yeah. got like an hour into. It. I it was can't like, even this imagine. Is, oh yeah. boy, too much. This is boy. I mean, it was just. The Grammys Say had the started. Words. It the was words. boring. It was boring. It was boring. The Grammys had started, and I was like, "All right, we're gonna watch the Grammys. So like, maybe oh we'll God. come back it's to two it." Two hours and forty-six all minutes. All these movies are so long. All these movies are insane. You know, what the only the shortest oh, one was the shit. Whale. All these movies are over two hours long. Two hours and forty-six minutes. Come on. Minutes. I- I remember, it sounds
1: like uh, Adam's experience was like, remember years ago? I don't know. I bet it's been 10 years now. Remember when Lincoln came out?
2: Yes. Oh, that was homework. Well, I, it it took me, you
0: guys, it took me like brutal. four nights. Yeah. But the difference with tar- I was painful. Slug. Tar is supposed oh. to be like very well acted and like a, it's a lot of single shots and like a lot of dialogue and you have to, you know, get through all that in one take and that kind of stuff. I'm like, I get that, but it's, I just don't, I don't know if I care about conductors two, two, and stuff. 2.45, yeah. man. That's a... <laughs> That's a hell of a Put something you, put,
3: you know. Uh, put something more boring in a movie, movie about a conductor. I need to be watching like a <laughs> Scorsese movie or a Tarantino movie that moves. And
1: two forty-five, yeah.
0: you're like, oh, that was I'm surprised well, it didn't feel that Everything everywhere long. all at once was long, but that moved. Like that was like okay, this is enjoyable. It was weird action there. Yeah, it was, I weird yeah, yeah, was, it was good. I weird I liked action. It, yeah,
1: I think yeah. the end paid off the movie. It did. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that one. I've heard that one's decent. You good. guys all seem to like that. One. I liked it. It was good. Brandon's in Fort Campbell. What's up, Brandon? Hey Carmen
3: Urako, cool guys! I'm glad the sun's is shining on you guys up there.
2: It is. Thank you, yeah, um, Oh yeah, it, we
3: need it. it. It's nice and sunny and sixty here, and the Harleys oh, are out. Oh my God, sixty! I love it. Oh yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Um, so guys, it's Super Bowl week. I need y'all's uh, I need y'all's expertise on two things, and I know I came to the right place. Let me hear it. Well. I need y'all's predictions for the game, and more importantly, I need y'all's recommendation for a Super Bowl cocktail.
1: What's y'all's favorite? Well, you know, Yurko's going to go with the crown and
3: the Coke and the
1: swirl. The swirl. Load it up with ice. Um, 31-28. Oh, you got an over. Yurko's got KC and an over.
3: KC, 31-28 is my prediction. My swirl now involves uh, rum. The Captain Morgan, the good stuff. The spiced rum. Yeah. The private the, stock. The private stock, yeah. Captain Morgan, private stock. With a little bit of bitters in there, too. A little bit of bitters. A little splash of bitters in and there. And Diet
1: Coke. Yeah, that. give
0: the whole recipe. Give us the whole story. Regular
3: Coke. Oh, oh regular Coke. So you fill, oh, up, a lot of fill up a 32-ounce glass, uh, thirty-two ounce glass, one of the movie glasses, fill it up with ice, right? All the way. You put a 10-count of, of Ten private stock in there. Captain Morgan private stock. It's got the baffler on it, so yeah. it's not pouring out free. Right. Ten count. You put the Coca Cola on top. Bitters, bitters. Take another glass. Mix it into mix that it glass. Now. Mix it back. Now you got a full mix. And then when you're holding it, you got to swirl it. Swirl you've got to Just it. put it in Brand, your hand. It hold it below you a little bit, and just swirl it. And that's what we call the Captain Morgan Brand, and Coke that's it. Swirl. There, there's
1: your there's your Captain there's Morgan. There's it. And coat.
3: Carm, what's your prediction? Um, Brandon, thanks, buddy. My prediction is I, I
1: don't know that I'd have as high scoring as you. I'm going to say Kansas City in a very close game. I'd probably lean Kansas City in under right now, but yeah. I don't know if I have it quite as high scoring. Super Bowls tend to be a little bit more, especially early, and you don't see a Three lot of Three of the scoring. last ten have ended in overs, so that
3: means seven have yeah. been unders.
1: Because I mean, There's a lot of feeling out and things yeah. like that. Teams are a little cautious early.
3: I gave out a stat on odds couple. I'm a fan of the haymaker being thrown early. You are a fan of that? Yeah, I love a haymaker. I'm coming. I'm bringing it. There's not a lot of that. I'm going long, early.
1: I gave this out on odds couple last week, and I'm sure Mike and I will revisit it this week as we preview Super Bowl 57. In the last 10 Super Bowls, York, okay? The last 10. Last 10. uh, So you're talking about uh, 10 opening drives. The opening drive has resulted in a punt six times. The other outcomes have been two field goals, an interception, and a safety.
3: No oh, touchdowns. That was Denver.
1: That yeah, was Denver. That was Denver. No touchdowns, York. Yeah. The last time the opening drive in the Super Bowl resulted in a touchdown. Does anybody know? Last time the opening drive resulted in a touchdown. The, the, the first possession of the game resulted in a touchdown. Nineteen ninety eight. No, it's more recent. Than oh, okay, that. well,
3: I'm just throwing it out there.
1: Well, because there's an obvious one that's more so recent. We, uh, is there a trick local flavor Bears? to
3: this? Yeah, is this the Bears yeah. game? That, 2007. That wasn't yeah. a possession though. Sniff that out. Yeah. Uh, well, it's the opening of. It wasn't an offensive possession. It was okay, a special team to
1: touchdown. But
3: it's the it's it's the special f- teams touchdown. It's, it's I get it's you. The Bears first special teams touchdown pays off separately.
0: Yeah, but you're. Goes right because that because you always kick yourself still. I do for not putting money on that. So I was like 40 to 1. Yeah. Okay. It's
1: technically a team's opening drive. Let me put it that way then. Because that's still on the drive chart. The result
3: is one Bears touchdown. Right. That is. It goes down in the official box score. I, I, but it, it is the opening drive, but it's still a special teams play. Of course. It's not an offensive play. No, no, that's absolutely right. So yeah. let's go back to the heart and the, the purity of well, your the, question. The last time an offensive? What's the first time an offensive drive has resulted in the touchdown?
1: The opening offensive okay. drive. Well, I didn't say that. I said when was the last time the opening possession resulted in a touchdown? Uh, that's I don't, how I
3: phrased it. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I guess know. you
1: didn't get specific. I don't so know about, you're about that. You're all right. I'd have to look at that. I don't know. But what normally happens is... Punt or field yep. goal attempt. That's it. So just put that in for your prop bets punt, and things like that. Field goal attempt, interceptions. Yes, that's gotcha. that's what happens. And then there was that one weird safety play. That was yep. that was a what? Um, was that Broncos snap and over, Seahawks? Yeah, stamp right? over.
3: Uh,
0: yes. That was the game that wasn't even a game. No, the Seahawks beat the snot out of them. Yeah. Since we're up against the clock here, can we point something out real quick that yeah. you can't see? Maybe you can see in the reflection. Pirko is sitting back with his feet up, kind of. Are the, the feet up? Like, yeah, the feet are yeah, up. Yeah, feet of. are up on a which one call. He's got full screen NASCAR on his computer. Full yeah. screen. Yeah. Full screen. Full screen. Not like, hey, here's like going a around game the Coliseum. Preview. There, here's some yeah. NBA notes. No crowd, no, no crowd, by the way. Full screen NASCAR replay from the race this weekend. I love full it. screen in the Coliseum. Yeah.
1: Yurko uh, can give us his thoughts on what that race was like. More nah, important, no, 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 I didn't no. watch it live. Okay, good. I really don't it. I'm always watching it. Now. Now. He's watching it now. He's
0: taking the two hours of the show if anybody, to watch if, the race. If
3: anybody thought that this racing was bad, wait till they get to Chicago. Okay. On that note, when we come back, there's a new mock draft.
0: Think he'll have it on his computer? Yes. Uh, It's
1: got the Bears moving back. It's got the Bears with another high pick in the second round because they moved back. It's got the Bears taking a wide receiver in the second round. I'm liking it. We'll discuss that when we return. We'll be back in two minutes.